believe it or not, Twinkies have an expiration date. Someday very soon, life's little Twinkie gauge is gonna go empty. And you see, a woman is like making dough. You have to hit it sometimes. <laughs> 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 just the, the robot shows up. There's like somehow like just dead all over her face. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but is but is L L three L seven a pog? She did have a little bit of a of a dumper on her. I think. Does she? I, the, yeah. why, why did they make Fleabag thick? I, I it was it was it was weird that there's a scene where she like full on squats to pee in front of everyone and they just and then like Han Han and Lando are in fur coats masturbating. For some reason, everyone wealthy in this movie looks like an Albanian phone salesman when they like. When they like have to like go to the like a an office party or something like they're all wearing like suit pants that are like so tight that you can see their pussies you know <laughs> and then like like belts with like just polished gold like just they spent like six hours polishing the fucking gold to a mirror sheen takes the belt off while fucking leet or whatever is pissing and just starts. They're all just like, is this is this what you do all the time? And he's like, you can't you can't question me. I'm pansexual. Yeah, I was I was super excited for your take on talking about. uh, (laughs) I'm super excited for your like take on gay gay ass Lando because like as soon as he showed up, I was instantly transported back to the hotel room when we met up and and you Spencer and Josh were just talking about gay guys in Philly. That's that's the thing is he's not even gay in the way that black people are usually gay. No, he's not. He's not like there's no I mean he's not gay in the movie. Like he's not they they say oh he's like pansexual and that just means that like fuck a a robot played by a regular white woman. Like it's not even a robot a a wealthy British white woman with a, a she is very pretty. I get it. With a yeah, a very similar family background as uh, Cara Delevingne. If 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 that oh, would surprise she, anybody, I mean, uh, Han. every single there's like eighty seven. Oh, for fuck's sake! I'm sorry. <laughs> Han. Just let let him let let Stu be black. Come on, Stu's holding a fly uh, well, swatter. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm just I'm fidgeting. I'm a fidgeter. Well, no, it ego. works for the character because it's like that's something he would hit the. The, the robot with Han if you beat me at this card game you can have my ship but if I beat you I get to fuck your ass <laughs> <laughs> what a better movie uh, Marvelous or the Death of Cinema on this episode Solo a Star Wars story uh, it sucks this it's movie's so a piece bad. of shit it's confusing. I, I, it's funny that a Star Wars movie about Han Solo can be confusing and murky. Like it's it, it's it's more convolutedly plotted than any of the prequel movies. I uh, yeah. Apologize, please. I want to. I need to hear some. Apologize for what? 
I don't know for like the prequels. Prequel slander, more, I guess. You can see, you can see the, I, I never, I never said this movie was better than the prequels. I, I, I don't know what I'm on the hook for. I'm sorry, but like, you, there's not like, like, like the fog in this movie looks like when, when you like try and load a load like Minecraft on a laptop. That's from, oh, th- this is old. probably the worst Star Wars movie ever made. Visually, like, yes. Terrible. No, absolutely. Like, this is ugly. This you can't see anything. I mean, I still haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. Is it? Did you really Ra- think it was worse Ra- than that? Rise of Skywalker is also a huge piece of shit, but you can see. Yeah, you can see what's happening in the movie. It looks like a movie. Yeah, no, uh, this movie looks terrible. They didn't have enough like CPU or GPU power to like render the backgrounds for some reason, so they just put. A I, fog. I kept fucking with the settings on my TV because I thought you something me- was wrong. <laughs> you messaged us like, "Is there something wrong with my like HDMI cord? What is happening?" I'm like, no, that's the movie. Yeah. Dude, no, enjoy. No, no, it was the HDR yeah. Dolby Vision shit. And and I thought like it was- Yeah, no, it it looks bad. This is like the peak of Merc-O-Vision. Like murky, uh, like you just can't, it's not that it's too dark. It's that there's no contrast yeah. to anything. Everything looks like it was shot uh, on like an overcast flat day. In like in like a, a light smog, and like it shouldn't it- through sunglasses, through the eyes of somebody that that like has, has a cataract yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. or glaucoma. Yeah. yeah, there's just there's no there's no highlights, there's no lowlights, there's no contrast, there's no color. This is the dullest sheen it- I've ever seen. I was I was struggling, I was struggling heroically, like. Like 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 Atlas bearing the weight of the world on his shoulders to to keep my eyes on the TV and not just watch the the trees it took uh, me sway in the wind outside because that was so much more visually stimulating. It took me three hours to get through this movie because I like just paused it and started like calling people on my phone because it was more interesting. I started like Romeo dialing all my friends <laughs> on like a Monday afternoon. Hello, please show boob. Yeah, no, can, see, I, can I, I can I see puss? I called my dad, I called my mom, I called Jim, like I fucking, I made myself some lunch, took out the trash. All of that was more rewarding than watching this movie. There, every every single shot in this looks like in like a, like a movie from like, I don't know, like maybe like the 80s when they want to show someone smokes a lot of weed, so they'll like put a smoke machine in the background. <laughs> Of their house. Well, that's that's but, more like, visually it's, it looks, interesting. But it's like out, outdoors and in space somehow. Like they're smoking it too looks much like in, in space. In it looks like an inverted tone curve in a photo editor. It looks it looks like if you sat down with your TV and turned the contrast all the way down. Yeah, that's what it looks like. It's horrible. I how don't how does this happen? Yeah, how uh, does this fucking Bradford happen? Bradford Young, uh, who shot fucking Arrival. Selma and Pariah. Uh, Which to be, what, to what be happened? Fair, what happened, Bradford? <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna shit on him for a little bit. I mean, I'm not gonna yeah, no, like, go like, ahead, no, go ahead. No disrespect to there's him no as a excuse craft, for this. But Arrival and Selma are also murkier movies, but there's like a like a a thematic reason for that. Like Selma yeah, is yeah. murky because it's a bad movie about like about fucking white people sanitizing Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah, it's like 
Uh, yeah. Have you have you guys ever seen the like bridge scene in Selma? Where they, I haven't they, seen it since I've, I was I've in college. I've never seen Selma. You've never just, seen it. Just, I, don't I really remember like it, it looking okay though. It I feels like it. Hillary 2016 type beat. Like, left, oh, that's why I didn't yeah. watch it. I just, I just yeah. And, but and then Arrival is also murky, but it works because they're like fucked up aliens that you can never like. They're like not fully from yeah. like our dimension and like concept. Yeah, space. but everything else. I mean, it's still it's it's got kind of that default like this is a serious movie for adults desaturated look, but it's like yeah. clear. Exactly, like you and can, Star Wars. You you can you can like see the like like things stand out in the frame. Yeah, uh, and and the, the 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 one kind of movie that you can get away with like doing all the like busy background shit is Star Wars. It like pioneered like the like things happening off in the distance and in the background to like you know keep the kids with ADHD in 1978 <laughs> busy. You know, you have like your you're like two animals fighting in the back. You, you know, a lot of that shit's not in the movies if you're unless you're watching the special editions, right? I know that. No, but like Lucas yeah. still does like layered. No, I know. Shots I'm just kidding. Like I'm kidding. I'm I kidding. know. I, just, yeah. I know that there weren't like CGI rats fighting in every single <laughs> shot. I was just, I was, I was joking. Um, but uh, it's well. Here's the thing. Like, I, no, I'm, I'm waving my Lucas flag in this one. Go, go ahead. I will say like. It does seem like this movie had a decent amount of like practical sets and yeah. alien guys yeah. and shit I, yeah. going on, but you can't see any of it. They're also really ugly and generic. Like this again, I I I put this in the notes. The like criminal faction of like rich people in this just look like regular. There's so much in in this. Movie oh, that sucked. Yeah, it just looks like regular stuff on the on Earth. And to be fair, there's always that like component to Star Wars. Like, there's always like oh yeah yeah. It's always just kind of like a heightened weird version of a yeah, normal thing. Like like a, like a like a dive bar with the jazz devil club. In it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like the, the the jazz club, but. This it just looked like 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 Lando or something, you know. It's just like that's a regular outfit that I have in my closet, you know. It's like you got, you got capes. You have that in your you closet. Got, you got capes. I, you got gay ass little capes. I just have sweaters. I don't have gay ass little capes. I don't have gay ass little capes, but I think like every single shirt Lando wears in this movie, I have something either in that color or close a pimp to shirt. It. <laughs> oh my god, yes, dude! I love wearing pimp shirts. <laughs> Dude, do you want, even want to try giving a, a synopsis for this? Yes, because because I feel like it, in my attempt to synopsize this movie will will uh, help establish what's wrong with this movie for our audience. Because don't don't watch this, please, for the love of God. No, it, it may already be for, too late. For the record, uh, I didn't hate this. I'm probably the soft going to be the. I'm definitely going to be the softness on this. But yeah, very boring. Can't see shit. Um. I will say, uh, Alden, uh, I can't Alden pronounce Ray. his last name. Uh, Alden Ehrenreich? Or, uh, sure. Uh, call me. Okay. So, um, on the planet of Corellia, because of course it's Corellia because they make the Corellian Corvettes that get named drop in the original movies. Actually, like, everything Han Solo is always from Corellia. Like the the EU doesn't count. It's not real. On Solo was it's just made up by guys. As being oh in Corellia, I believe in at least one of them. Back up from the mic. <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, 
he's 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 on the mean street. Literally, I think the the opening uh, uh, title or opening text, which doesn't crawl isometrically from the screen. It's it's just flat yeah. aerial <laughs> font text. Which like what the fuck, man? This is like Star Wars. You have one job. Um, he's also he, moaning and, and, uh, <laughs> as the text goes by for like some reason because he's like having a panic attack. Yeah, so it's it's like young Han is growing up verbatim on the mean streets of Corellia, and he meets um, Khaleesi from Game of Thrones, and then they immediately have like the 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 audience with the big alien bad guy, just like if Jabba the Hutt was a centipede in a room where you can't see shit, and. Then he's just like, uh, "Fuck you! I'm an impetuous young hothead." And it, and then they run away from the they're like the bad guy they're indebted to, and it feels like the climax of the first act. Like it wait, feels wait, like wait, at wait. one point this whole movie should have spent like twenty minutes setting Still. up this origin, but they just start at Still. the point where they cross. What you forgot to mention? What they stole? I oh, it's fuel. <laughs> they stole some kind of they stole gasoline spaceship gasoline, spaceship, which I'm not even kidding is the central MacGuffin of the film. Yeah, yeah, this this whole fucking movie is about spaceship gasoline. Um Oh, and food portions. Anyway, they they run away and there's a big car chase that might have been okay if I could see it. And then they get to the to the space airport and then at the space airport, uh Khaleesi from Game of Thrones uh and Han Solo are separated at the door. The, d- the door just comes down. Oh, she gets pulled out of the door and the door just comes down. And so Han Solo, who er, earlier in the movie is just like, man, I hate the Empire and I want to get away from the Empire. Like earlier in the five minutes of movie we've had so far, immediately signs up to join the Empire so he can learn to be a pilot. But they dump him in the infantry. Then suddenly we're in a war against yeah, who? For what reason? Th- I don't know. We're in a war. Suddenly three years later. <laughs> And you can't see shit. It's on the muddiest fucking planet, which is like, fine, you can show that it's a muddy ass planet. Don't make the cinematography as muddy as well. What the fuck, Bradford? Yeah, it 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 looks kind of like the like the 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 battle scenes from the flashbacks in in the TV show Firefly, which which this movie is definitely ripping off a lot. Which is be- weird because Firefly is already a ripoff of Star Wars, so it's kind of the snake eating its own tail. Uh, the snake sucking its own dick. Because it's just like a dozen guys under like a, a sand dune. I think part of being this, like we're in a battle. Part of this scene um, is because like Star Wars fans love to be like we want gritty trench warfare stuff with stormtroopers, but like they don't actually want that because that's it's ugly, it's murky, it's boring. Like there's you can. It could, you could do it well, but they maybe don't hour, in this movie. You know, and it's like they do that, and uh, I will allow you to continue. I'm sorry for interrupting. So, so we drop Han Solo into a war, and immediately he meets Woody Harrelson and a bunch of other kooky guys, and it turns out immediately that they're all actually like uh, heist criminals who are just here to steal shit. And he, uh, oh yeah, uh, um, so he immediately, we're just like back out of the war plot. We drop him into war and then we kind of just pull him back out. He gets thrown into a pit with with a monster and the monster turns out to be Chewie and they escape and join the heist criminals. And then the whole war thing's over with, never to be brought up again. And then immediately we're launched into what feels like a second act climax 
where we're robbing a, 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 a hover train, which again is just a thing from Firefly. Um, and all of the all of Woody Harrelson's kooky gang of cr- criminals that we like just met and spent one scene with all get killed off in a way that like the movie thinks it's supposed to make you feel something, but it doesn't. Uh, and the heist goes bad. And then now we're at um, uh, the 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 ivory tower of rich people. Uh, owned by uh, 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 Cole's favorite actor, Paul Bettany. And uh, oh, lo and behold, uh, Khaleesi is his like wife slave slash second in command. And yeah, she's branded. Yeah. Uh, her, her, her outfits are nice. That's oh, all yeah, I'll say. Yeah. Yeah, but she got them from Zara, like everyone but, else. But yeah, but they account. are also Zara outfits. Yeah, they're drinking out of wine glasses, but the wine glasses have just like metal cylinders over the stems. Yeah, I mean, Star <laughs> like, Wars is really always weird. low budget about props, but like I don't know, something about the Disney era just makes like the the artificiality of it more present. I don't know. Why. It's just they're just weird, really weird choices. Yeah. Um, like 90s Star Trek movie kind of weird choices. Exactly. Um, and then uh, now they have to do another high. Okay. And then the train heist was again for space gasoline and they had, and it went wrong. They had to drop the space gasoline to escape some like barbarian raiders or what we think are barbarian raiders. Uh, so now they need to steal more space gasoline or Paul Bettany is, is going to kill them. Uh so uh, uh, Han Solo and Khaleesi are reunited. They they have just like the most like barely there chemistry, uh, despite their love story, I guess, being the center of the movie. Yeah. And now they need to find a spaceship that can do the Kessel Run because this this they they want to go to the mine where they mine space gas that's unrefined and then take it to a refinery. But to do but but if you take it unrefined there's like a time limit before it explodes so you need a fast ship that can do the Kessel run which is like goes through a wormhole or, or some shit that doesn't really make a lot of sense no it's, so of it's course a, the they Kessel have to run go is a regular run but Han Solo does it differently by going through the wormhole it, you have to go near, near to go the wormhole but it's, it's like wormhole. a tunnel through a nebula or something it's, it's, is, is what it's I a mean. gap between two nebulas yeah yeah, so they they have to uh, get a, a, a ship, and what's the best ship in the universe? It's the Millennium Falcon. So they have to go meet Lando, young Lando Calrissian, uh, played by Childish Gambino, uh, and uh, get his ship. And they play a card game that is like I guess supposed to be poker. That doesn't make any sense. It's it makes sense but, in the in the. Sorry, but it doesn't make sense in the movie. The movie, yeah. the movie's just like throws down cards, going, "I'm winning, I'm winning," and then Lando cheats, but he's down for the heist anyway because he can get a cut. Uh, so he and uh, the whole gang, Woody Harrelson and Khaleesi and Han Solo and Chewie and Lando and and his annoying robot side piece Ugh. that is just doing like can, bad can, SJW but for robots yeah. bits the whole movie oh um, flea bag we'll get to that <laughs> yeah, we'll get to we, that yeah because that was uh, terrible <laughs> they all hop aboard the Millennium Falcon which because La- uh, Lando owns it right now and it's the past is like really really clean it's weirdly clean 
and he's got like a whole closet full of capes, which which I guess this industrial like smuggling ship just always had a walk-in closet. I don't no, know. No, he does. There is a line that says that he added the closet. Yeah, but it was never in the original movies. Never saw that shit. Never felt like it fit. Was it the, that in the, the center the vibe. part that fell off? I don't know. The escape okay. pod? Man, I, can't, I couldn't see anything that happened in the whole movie. <laughs> It was, right, it was like enough. listening to an audio. It was like watching a normal movie through frosted glass. Uh, so they go to um, uh, the planet where they mine unrefined spaceship fuel. And um, they do the whole, oh, these are prisoners and we're, we're bringing them as a gift. I, and they just immediately... Uh, Woody Harrelson's character is wearing the. They have to set up the fake outfit from Return of the Jedi that so Woody Harrelson gets it. Oh yeah, the fake bounty hunter outfit that that Luke is wearing in Return of the Jedi. Uh, it's actually Lando. Or Le- oh, wait. Yeah, the spiky helmet. You know, you remember the spiky helmet? Yeah, yeah. No, sorry, I got two. I haven't seen that. It's been a while since I watched the original Star Wars. I got those I, two different. Uh, it's bits okay. Confused. I ruined my life. As a child uh, watching it, uh, yeah. So any, anyway, um, they they just there's just, just no tension. No, nothing happens in this movie has like any tension or like rising or falling action. Like the pacing is just then this happens and this happens and this. It's like a quick pace, but but steady, like 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 Olympic uh, boat rowers. So you just never like feel the impact of anything. And they just so they just start shooting guys, and then Chewie liberates a bunch of Wookies, and <laughs> the the annoying robot liberates a bunch of robots from the slave mines, and there's a big shootout. And then the fucking oh yeah, there's one scene when they're flying there where the robots like, um, you know, uh, I I totally don't have feelings for Lando, but I think he totally has feelings for me, yeah. but, but I never had feelings for him. It's like again, just like the whole character is like sort of weirdly passive aggressive and annoying. Like it, it's, there's an implication also that Lando fucks this robot sometimes. I get well, she get well. That's the thing. She gets shot. The fucking robot gets shot. This robot that like we 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 barely know, and this has been really annoying the whole movie. Gets shot. I think it should be legal to fuck robots. I agree. This is our most right wing episode ever. And La- and Lando is just like no. It's it's like um. It's like in Platoon. Have you seen Platoon? Yeah. When Willem Dafoe is <laughs> running his, out of the jungle yeah. getting oh, yeah. shot and he falls on his knees and the music. A dog like restrains his plane. For this annoying fucking robot and Lando Calrissian is just like, she's dying in his arms and he's crying and then he's carrying her back to the ship and then Chewbacca picks him up and is carrying him while he's carrying the fucking robot. It's so stupid. That was pretty um, stupid. And then they, so yeah, now they're like flying back through this gap between nebulas and oh shit, there's an Imperial Star Destroyer because I don't know, the the whole like how long it takes a spaceship to get from point A to point B in the galaxy has never been clear to me in any of these movies. So it's just like there, it's already there. It's been 20 minutes and they've already got a a Star Destroyer on deck blocking the only exit. It does. So, so Han. It makes sense with what we know about travel or what i know about travel I, I'm, yeah. I'm not too worried about that but uh han being the guy who's big dream because he's a big dreamer he's a hot shot hot-headed 
uh, big dreamer who also does the like awkward like uh, umming and eyeing shit that like every character has to do in movies now. Um, he, his big dream is to be the best pilot in the galaxy, and he sure is, I guess. So he he just flies into the nebula shit, and there's a, a space squid which they stole from Galaxy Quest, and there's a black hole, and he flies through all of it. Looks like something and he, out he of does, Warhammer. Gotta say, I didn't he, mind the sequence. For me, this was the most entertained eh, I was. Probably, yeah, but but like probably because you can see it, things. There's there's actual you can see, some no, lighting. You still can. I mean, relative you, you, you relative to the rest of the movie. Bad. I'm 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 Africa fact checking your ass. This is <laughs> but uh, so the whole thing with the castle run that throw this just bullshit nothing throwaway line from the original movie is that. In our universe, parsecs are a measurement of distance and not time. I think George Lucas or whoever wrote that line just didn't know that, and it doesn't matter. But there's this, there's always, I think there's this like Wikipedia fan bullshit, which is like, well, the thing about parsecs is that the Kessel Run goes around a black hole. So if you can do it in this many parsecs, that means your ship is powerful enough to get like closer to the black hole. So he flies past the black hole and, and takes a shortcut and he does the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs or what the fuck ever. And they, uh, oh yeah, and they upload. Uh, the dead robot's brain into this fucking spaceship so that they can go through uh, the nebula. That was really it, stupid because it, that was entirely for a throwaway line that C-3PO said. I will defend some of the movie's glup stuff. Not, not in the movie itself, but the novel that they're aping is actually really fucking good. It's or three novels. Uh, by uh, the woman by the name of Anne Crispin. They're great. They're actually some of my favorite Star Wars novels of all time. Uh, I'm going to let Stu talk now because he's getting out the gun. (laughs) I had those. Again, those are hand-me-downs from my my aunt, who was a a, a sci-fi and a Star Wars kind of person when she was a kid. And I I had that that collection of three Han Solo side novels. I think I read them once when I was like twelve. Yeah, no, Han Solo fights uh, fights Scientology. You're glib. You don't even know what Ritalin is. But yeah, so they get to the this planet where they refine the space gas, and um, the uh, the Raider guys. Oh yeah, the Raider guys from earlier that fucked up their first heist. Uh, put a tracking device on on their ship and and it's just waiting for them here and uh, uh lando calrissian just fucks off and understandable uh they've got him dead to rights and then the the big scary voice and i called this right away that like the big scary voiced barbarian would just be like a girl because that's what they always do when they give someone like a digital scary voice. Now is the big twist. It's like, oh, it's like a five foot tall, freckled seventeen year old girl. Her name is her yeah. name is Infant's Nest. What? Wait, that's is that's it? her name. That's not the name of the group. No, her yeah, that's her name. What the fuck? Uh, uh, any, anyway, the, so what the, whatever. These these name, bar, it's these like, barbarians. It's, like nest. it's not, but it, like. Everyone says it wrong in the movie. They say and they say infant's nest. It's supposed to be like Enfy's nest or how it's written. Uh, I don't care. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna kill the, the, this this group of like 
barbarian space raiders who's all like wearing fur and shit for some reason. Actually, it turns out that they're a diverse group of people who've all been fucked over by the criminal Paul Bettany's criminal syndicate and by extension, the Empire, which they are just a component of. And uh, what they actually are is the 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 seeds of what will become the Rebel Alliance, apparently. Um, uh, yeah. There's like 80 so, different seeds of what will become the Rebel Alliance. There's like that. There's uh, uh, fucking uh, – not Lawrence Fishburne. Uh, Forrest Whitaker in Rogue One. Uh, yeah, it's Andor. Well, it's kind of already ongoing in Andor. It's already uh, ongoing in Andor. Uh, fucking – Yeah, like, which I actually kind of – I haven't finished that. I kind of like the Andor. I, I, was right. I, I Supposedly, Andor is really good, which is – actually really funny because what i've read about it seems like the plot that the love interest like white girl like princess leia looking character has in uh in the han solo novels that we'll get to oh so um they 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 hatch a plan to um uh uh get paul bettany's ass and and give the fuel to what will become the Rebel Alliance, because this fuel is the seed, the seed that will plant the plant of an alliance of rebels, a, a kind of rebel alliance, because because you can't have a fleet of X-Wings and Corellian Corvettes without space gas, without... And the whole thing with the space gas, it's like super dense, so it's like, like one little box is enough for a whole fleet. Um, anyway, uh, they hatched this plan... But uh, Woody Harrelson, whose whole thing, the whole movie is like, he's sort of like a father figure to Han Solo, I guess, is what you're supposed to think. But he's also like the trust nobody out for your own mercenary guy. So he's like, well, fuck this. This is this is gay. He's scheming. Uh, this is stupid. I'm leaving. I'm, I'm just going to go. He, he, he has this like, there's this guy on Tatooine. You can find me there. He's putting together a crew. Um. Anyway. Uh, they 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 patched his scheme, so uh, we cut to uh, Paul Bettany's luxurious space tower, and uh, Han and 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 Khaleesi roll in there with with a big crate of blue shit uh, that you're supposed to think is fake space fuel, and Paul Bettany's immediately like, "Well, you're you're scamming me, and and I and uh, you're fucking with me." And that's because uh, Woody Harrelson told me and he ratted you out. Um, but then Han Solo's like, aha, but I knew he would rat me out. This is the real space gasoline. Uh, and all of your bodyguards are now getting massacred while attempting to retrieve the fake, spa- fake the, the, the empty crates of not space gasoline back on the place we just were. Uh, so now I've got your ass. And, and he's like, and, and there's a line earlier where Woody Hell's like, or people are, or Paul Bettany says people are predictable. So he's like, ah, people are predictable. And I know Woody Harrelson, realizing the, the power has shifted, will take the space gas now and leave us to just beat your ass, uh, which they do. Um, and then uh, Khaleesi is like, I-, I have to stay here. Uh, because of like destiny and reasons, you you go after Chewbacca <laughs> and Woody Harrelson, um, and then uh, surprise. And then and then when when Han Solo leaves the room, 
And it's supposed to be like this tragic, like parting of lovers. Maybe they'll meet again someday. She gets a, <laughs> a FaceTime request. She gets on the phone and calls up Darth Maul. <laughs> With robot legs. Yeah. I'm not a, and so I thought, confused. Like, I thought there was like another 20 minutes. I, so I thought like <laughs> Darth Maul was going to be in the movie, but it's just like she calls him on the phone. You you envisioned us so much of a better movie. She called him on the phone and then nothing. It's like a setup for a sequel that they never made you or a TV show or something. You used to call me on your cell phone. He pulls his lightsaber. I have two things to talk about with the Darth Maul thing. Oh, yeah, he pulls his lightsaber out for no on reason. Just to be... Yeah, he, yeah. he like, lets his nuts hang. Also, you could, like... Like... I, for some reason, they like forgot the one rule of like holograms in Star Wars, which is that they like make everything look blue, because they need the reveal of like, oh, people might not remember who Darth Maul is. So like his head is in color, but like the rest of him is just like weirdly blue. Yeah. Also, he talks, and he just sounds like a British guy. Oh yeah, no, there was like apparently like a whole thing with like voice actors, like they. I think they wanted to get the so they changed so Darth Maul's original voice actor. Hold on, we'll get we'll get that. We're all set at the yeah, end of the okay, plot summary. Okay. We'll, we'll wrap we'll back shit? we'll back wrap around all of these elements. Yeah. Anyway, Han Solo catches back up to Woody Harrelson, and it's like he's like, "Give me the space gas so I can give it to the Rebel Alliance." And Woody Harrelson's like, "Yeah, look, man, I told you never to trust anybody." So Han Solo like just shoots him like mid speech. Because Han shoots first, and he's like, "Good job, kid." Because I would have shot you, and then he dies, and it's like, "Ah, I killed my father figure." The student becomes the master. He drops. He gives the space gas to the Rebel Alliance because he is. And this is like literally dog in the movie. He is deep down a good guy, and then he's like, "All right, Chewie, let's go to Tatooine." There's a guy putting together a job. The end. Well, that, well, well, no, not 20 the minutes end. of credits. Not, not the end because that he replays Lando in the card oh, match. Oh, right, yeah. He, right. And then that's he, how he, he gets the Millennium Falcon he, back. He catches, he catches, he he he, he knows Lando's going to cheat, so he steals the card from his sleeve and then yeah, beats him fair and square and gets the Millennium it. Falcon. It's so weird um, because they build up that Han Solo's like a good guy in this movie and then like, he steals the ship that his friend is fucking. Like he, like, like that's his, <laughs> his friend's consciousness is a lot. Like his friend's. But it's also like consciousness is alive the, in the ship, and he's like the movie's supposed to be you. like how the movie's supposed to be like how he became like a, a a cynical antihero instead of a big dreamer. But the end of the movie is him doing the right thri- thing at no profit to himself. Yeah. Which like no yeah he just know, he I, just had I, like a bad weekend and then he was like I guess I'm gonna go be an asshole to these guys on Tatooine. But uh, I I kind of I liked him shooting Woody Harrelson. That actually kind of I mean it's obvious in retrospect, but like that actually kind of surprised me because I just had such low expectations for this movie. That was like the only thing. That was like the only moment of like vaguely interesting storytelling. The rest of this is so dull. Um. And so again, like like you've got like like the back half is basically coherent as a movie, and then the the first half is just like 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 pieces of other movies that have been compressed. It, yeah. it feels like half mm-hmm. a season of a TV show compressed into half of a movie. It's really yeah. Weird. The pacing for this, like I I understand sort of like I I was never confused by what was happening, but it's the 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 pacing of it, like especially that like train high sequence 
that feels like it would be just the climax of a different movie. I kind of yeah, wonder. Yeah, or, or at least like the second act, the end of the second act yeah, when at you the raise the stakes yeah. and kill a bunch of the cast and then like you're... I almost wonder if this was supposed to be like two movies at some point. Like not not two different versions of the same movie. Like they were going to do two separate Han Solo films to get... Because the weird thing about this movie is there's still like a bunch of... Sh- like they supposedly like... He's like fucking two days away from New New Hope or whatever, but like he still hasn't met Jabba. He still hasn't got the price on his head. Like it's it's just a weird place to stop. Is he the supposed movie. to be two days away no from New Hope? Because he seems no, too young. No, he seems but, way too young. No, but it's like close. You know, this it's is like no way. This is gonna be like years. Because he's like clearly like in like like early twenties in, in his thirties in but, the original yeah. movie. It's like it's, so it, it feels has like to be close because the. The Empire exists and is, like, f- fully formed at this point. Um, Which, I, I gotta be honest, like, the Empire only existing for, like, 20 years is never quite I mean, so did checked the Nazis. Out. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it's like, like that just, but I mean, it puts, like, this movie in, like, a weird and place where it's like, the Empire is this already well-established force. Aesthetically, everything looks like the original movies, that kind of industrial and, and run down. But then fair, also, like, for all the timeline stuff to line up, it has to be like 10 years before I think, I think the in, original movie. Well, in the original, in the original expanded universe, the Empire doesn't just, like, dissolve right away like after the Return of the Jedi. Like, they they are just around for a while, but they're kind of just, like, they, they balkanize basically. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I just mean like the, the at, 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 when you get to like the original films, the the Empire feels like it's been around for a while. Like I it's guess, it's yeah. really cemented uh, its rule. Um, so then, when you have like stuff that's like set between there and the prequel movies, it's weird. It this weird really indeterminate weird zone like where yeah. it's like. The Empire feels like in this movie it's been around as long as it's been around by that movie. Like it, it yeah. feels that established the world. But it's like if it's only like five years removed from like uh Re- Revenge of the Sith, it's like the and just immediately all at once all the spaceships start looks totally different. <laughs> uh I mean and they everything. Can, they can retro I mean it's like it, they could do that shit in real life, you know. I mean, I, I, it's a, it's a nitpick, but it's yeah. just like it's it's just the, doing these. No, it is it middle, is middle middle ground middle, movies middle is just movies. a weird exactly. Yeah, and they because they don't really want you to think about the prequels. They don't want to work in any of the aesthetic elements from the prequels in there. But it'd be um, it'd be kind of neat if they did. If they tried to be like, what what does the galaxy look like five years into the Empire when it's still kind of a transitional phase? Yeah, it'd be kind of neat to try. Unfortunately, no one can cook like that. Uh, the novel, so yeah, no, read the fucking Han Solo trilogy of novels. It's awesome. They're, it, 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 part of the reason why I think this is multiple movies is there's like a lot of bits from the novels in this, and I think the author okay. got like a like a like a thanks in the credits or something like that. Okay. Because did she, did did she get a check? I, I, don't know. <laughs> I hope she Probably did. Not. Probably not, if I had to yeah, guess, okay. but I, I have no clue. Yeah. Uh, th- there's a lot of this that is taken from that, but it is like it is like you, you compressed 
so much down because there's the three like probably 200 page novels uh and that that span like a pretty good sizable amount of time like uh you know when it when it starts like when the books start like han solo's like fucking like 15 years old and by the time it ends he's like about to walk into the bar at like on Moss Eisley um and a lot there's like bits so there's bits and pieces uh first the whole like Han Solo joining the Empire and part of that mm-hmm. is because Harrison Ford is actually wearing uh Stormtrooper TIE fighter pilot pants in uh, in a new hope because they just had like no costuming budget whatsoever but it was a fun little yeah yeah carrie fisher couldn't even wear a bra apparently yeah uh that was that was just <laughs> was George that... being a coomer uh yeah oh yeah or... <laughs> yeah he said no that there wouldn't in be space. bras in space yeah um <laughs> yeah but fucking I like I like Han Solo like almost being a Nazi, like almost being a space Nazi, and then like he he joins. I mean, c- con- conceptually, there's nothing wrong yeah. with it, and except in this movie, they they have him be like, I want to get as far away from the Empire as possible. Five minutes before having him just sign up. Yeah, it's because just he, very because he loves jarring. Kira. That's why, and the, which with which there is like no chemistry. And it explains nothing. <laughs> explains nothing. So yeah, the novel. They have, yeah, they have no chemistry. The novel very similar. He's a street urchin. Uh, he ends up becoming like uh, a uh, like just like a space trucker, and then gets involved with like this like space Scientology that's using like alien mating calls to give people like lsd trips and he falls in love with this white girl on the planet that looks like they they, like really hammer home like it looks like princess leia and he's like got a thing for brunettes or whatever um which is is dumb but whatever I'll, i'll forgive the novel and then uh ends up like murdering part of the scientology cult once he realizes that they're like brainwashing these girls into being like doped up sex slaves for these aliens and Jesus. Then, <laughs> they're, just, uh, they're, just, they're doing epstein shit like, too yeah they're doing epstein shit and then she's like we should like overthrow the whole cult you know we should like overthrow the whole planet the little saint james system <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he's like nah i'm fucking out and like robs the place and then like leaves and gives himself a new identity uh joins the fucking empire uh that was all one novel by the way and then oh. novel two he's in the empire he's like a like fucking like mid-tier like lower level like flight officer uh and then fucking like they he he's he's like a you know he's flying around and uh ends up like on a planet and has to like witness firsthand like what the empire actually do to people instead of just like dropping bombs from trillions of miles up and he's like oh wait this shit actually like sucks when these people have faces um frees chewbacca from slavery and then uh ends up uh back with the white girl who's now like a, a freedom fighter uh and they overthrow the cult uh, he like ends up teaching a bunch of people on this planet how to like fucking fly, be the best at flying ever. Like meets Lando, uh, 
And then the girl ends up, this is like, this is, this is dumb EU magic. The girl ends up like on the, the team of people to like steal the Death Star plans. But, uh, similar to Rogue One, they all just fucking die. And Han like find, like never finds out. Like he spends, he, he's like about to propose to this girl, never finds out, spends like years being like, damn, I wonder what happened to this girl. Uh, and fucking like finds out like two seconds before he's about to like walk into the Moss Eisley bar, which explains why he's like an asshole to everyone. Oh, he's just in a bad mood. Uh, he's just in a he's bad thinking about mood, his old bitch he used to fuck. But he's still like overall an asshole. Yeah, you know he's not like he's not like a fucking like oh he he just wanted to fly. Well, they they just know? they like, well, they turn they they make him like at the start like for most of this movie he's kind of just like. Um, Luke Skywalker, but with kind of the affectations of of uh, uh, Peter Quill. Yeah, a little oh, bit. Yeah, he doesn't feel I, like Han Solo, and I don't blame I don't blame said, the actor. It's Dan's, it's Dan's the script and the direction. But he does. He, he at no point does he ever feel like Han Solo, just like as a character. Can I speaking of which, because you glossed over, I'm shocked at how thorough your summary is, but you missed one, maybe the, if not the dumbest thing. How he, how he gets movie. his name. How he gets his I, name. Yeah, I, I oh did miss God. that. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, yeah. I, there's I, a I'm lot actually, of dumb little details uh, I, I missed that we should go back over that they're just like. Every, I wish, I wish you would have forgotten permanently because uh, I saw I have to talk about something. They're not speaking English in Star Wars. Like they're they're they're, yeah. just, they're not. They're they're just speaking a language that happens to sound like English. So like, they're going to say they're just they speaking go, another language, and we just get the English equivalent of it. Yeah, no, that's what I meant to say. Sorry, oh, we kicked yeah. it. Yeah. So like, I was like they, say, say, they like, speak oh, a language name. that's not English, but sounds just like English. <laughs> no, yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> I would totally I believe from the Star Wars extended universe. No, no, they're like, like, like they're not supposed to be speaking English in universe. Like when a character has like an English sounding name, it is pure gibberish. Like it is, it is just something that sounds cool. So to name him like Han Solo because he's alone in universe is so goddamn disrespectful to what the fuck this movie... Like, this movie could basically be, like, a modern-day movie. Like, there's... Outside of the fact that there's laser guns and, like, robots and occasionally, like, ball sack aliens, there's really nothing that, like, fantastical about the film up until you get to, like, the spaceship sequence at the end. Like... All the planets that they're on just look like regular fucking parts of the country. You know, it's like they don't even go to any. Not, not a lot of yeah, not a lot of like the big uh, spectacular imagination that makes pulp yeah. sci fantasy fun. Uh, and you can you can like you can have them go to like the shitty planet that sucks, but like they never they never attempt to. Well, you need you need stuff the, like the the Jawas sand crawler in the original movie. Yeah, you know, like like the idea of just like to... desert scavenger guys is normal, but you put them in a in a in a in, a, in like a like 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 a like a like a ten story tall yeah tank thing. They never yeah. attempt to fantast fa- uh, to fantasyify it at all. You know, <laughs> well, like, I mean, a little bit, but they, not not enough. I mean, you have the space. Cthulhu, they do, but it's like, oh yeah, you have like 
you have a regular train except it floats you know yeah and it's going through regular mountains like even the mountains aren't a little weird. like they could be like yeah floating mountains or something exactly like like it's star wars that's like why we're here it's Star Wars. Do we even see any of the landscape on like the Kessel planet? That was another. Not thing really. That it's just a pit. Me. It's was just that, a pit mine. Was that Kessel sucks in like the fucking in the EU too? But it sucks because like there's like talking spiders that live on it, and you're like mining drugs. You're not mining. Oh yeah, that's all the fuel shit is like made up. Like the fucking never once before this. Has, like, any Star Wars property been concerned with, like, oh, shit, do we have enough gas to get where we're going? Because that's stupid. Like, famously, there's a Grant Morrison quote where it's, like, you don't need to know who fucking inflates the tires on the Batmobile because it doesn't matter. Like, it's a fictional fucking automobile. I mean, I'll, never, I'll, I'll say they, this like, much. Never run out of air. Like, in principle, establishing rules and logistics for your world can be a basis for creating narrative tension. It's like establishing that a character has three bullets in a scene where he's got to kill five guys. It's like knowing that there's limits and things, how things work can be a way to create kind of like organic feeling ways for things to go wrong or or, or horizons of, of danger or what have you. But yeah, no, there's, it's never been a thing in star Wars up to this point anywhere. And then it's just suddenly yeah, it's just it like doesn't change space anything. gas. Yeah. It doesn't change anything. Like fucking it, Millennium Fal- Falcon is always going to have enough gas to get where it needs to go. All the bad guys are never like there's never going to be a scene where they're like, ah, shit, we forgot to fuel up the Star Destroyer. You know, fuck. Guess we got to go to like 7-Eleven or whatever. Well, it's not even regular uh, space gas because it like boosts the Millennium Falcon when they put a drop into it, 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 it to boosts, get away from it the black hole. It because they put the raw shit in. Oh right, because it's raw. Right, that's yeah. right. Yeah, it it's it's like hyperdrive fuel, but it's supposed to be like refined and then like filtered through like an engine system. You know, it's like it it would be like lighting a fire at the back of your car. You know, and like it made it go faster somehow. It it um, is funny how how and this goes back to the original movie when when the when the when the uh, uh, Millennium Falcon doesn't work, it just it just sounds like like a Ford Falcon failing to turn over. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah it is a it's a shit box like that's the that's the other thing is like i don't think it's that, like, like han the solo's millennium the best falcon. pilot in the galaxy and the millennium falcon is the most epic spaceship in the galaxy yeah, yeah it's it's supposed to be a dump yeah right? yeah it just, just no, that's what well, luke it's, says it's, it's, it's supposed like, to be what, like a or he calls it a piece of junk it's well, supposed it's, to be like a like a junky looking ship on the outside that can go fast. You it, know? Yeah, it's, it's like it's like it's like, like, it's like a guy yeah. who's 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 got like a shitty old car, but he's hot rotted it up under the hood. Yeah, but it's not. It's like, the the most epic ship in the galaxy that everyone immediately upon looking at it goes, "Holy shit, that's the most epic ship." Yeah, they're like they're in like, the oh galaxy, my God, dude. This is a. This is a freaking Carillion, uh this is a Carillion yeah. Corvette or whatever. No, no, it's it's, like, it's no. a guy that took like a like a like like an eighty-six Buick Regal and then put a Corvette yeah. engine under the hood for fun. Actually, you know what it, you know what it's more like? <laughs> or it's a like van. those guys that buy like that buy like shitty tiny Japanese cars that were made for like Japanese salary men to kill themselves in. <laughs> and then they like they, they they first of all they spend like $150,000 for the car because it was in like one single anime and oh, they, you, like, you mean like the they, you mean like yeah. the Toyota? Uh, yeah, I mean it's like every Truno. It's like every shit. Japanese car now. Like every every Japanese car from that era 
that has like a decent motor in it is is worth insane amounts of money. And then on top of that, you can like customize it. You know, you can fucking you can tune it. Like I got some I got some car mutuals. I'm sure uh, they're all screaming death threats at me right now listening to this. I was thinking, or the or the guys I saw on YouTube once who put a a, a Corvette engine in a motorhome. <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, it would be like it would be like putting a. a it would be like putting like a V8 in a Prius, you know. Like- <laughs> Ew. Uh, can we talk more? Can we wrap back around to L three? Because uh, that 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 also seems like a good segue into what this movie is probably best known for, which is the the production issues behind the scene. Because apparently, this was a Lord and Miller idea in collaboration with um because this was written by lawrence and his son jonathan kasdan uh and this was a joint effort and i want to good, know good, why good job larry your 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 kids are real chip off the old block real knocked it out of the oh, park what? with this fucking screenplay <laughs> so it's it's literally a woke bo- droid. Yeah, I mean it's like the the, the, the like the passive aggressive like borderline lesbian, but like actually this guy likes me and I don't like 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 that whole tr- like it just it feels like a character a, a feminazi uh, almost a, to, to yeah, use a, like, a term I don't like. I don't even like like a caricature or this a man caricature of a. It's a caricature of like an Ca- internet. Uh, wait, hold on. Say that again. Caricature. caricature? A caricature. A, a caricature. <laughs> I know. Well, <laughs> I barely say anything all episode, and you it just sounds like a me, th- say it sounds like a thing you like like bolt to a guy's back when he's got like spina bifida. We're gonna put you in the caricature. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be excruciatingly but, painful for eighteen years of your life, but when we which, which when we take it off, watching, we'll be able to stand up straight. <laughs> which is what watching L three on screen felt like. Um, I mean, I I I can't I, imagine my feelings toward this were any that were too far removed from like people who saw like the Phantom Menace, like Star Wars nerds for the first time and Jar Jar Banks came on screen. Um, so, so first of all, she's, uh, it's, it's voiced by Phoebe Waller bridge, AKA Fleabag. Uh, and, and people, uh, who know me. Oh, that, that's, that's the chick from boy genius, right? Who like tried to s- smash her guitar on Saturday night live, but couldn't. No, that's, Phoebe she Bridgers. Her boobies out. That's Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm sure all you listeners out there would like to think, oh, that's that's a show about a, a woman who's a dirtbag. Nicole, wouldn't you love that? Uh, I don't like Phoebe Waller Bridge. Uh, she's got I do. she's got a similar family background as Cara Delevingne, and I just find her uh, just to be like one of those. You know, very clearly wealthy with like familial ties to like noblemen, aka. Oh, oh yeah, her, her Wikipedia perverts. is like a list of 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 pedophiles that that like killed a bunch of people in India. Yeah. <laughs> so like, so I, I just it was I just find her. Um, I don't want to be people are going to think I'm being like self misogynistic or whatnot, but I, I just find her annoying. 
I well, just, she is. I, like I found, I, mean, I okay, find I've her never seen her anything else, but and I just think that she's uh, pretty. I don't know, but I like mean, it she's, is, she's pretty. I'll give her that, but like also like L three is like pretty uncanny because it's like it's done in like motion capture as opposed to like you know like C three PO. It's a guy in a suit. Or you know the other droids, or if if it's the, they don't stick like a little person in like a, a giant teapot, it's like a animatronic thing, and that's always cool to see. But they they built L three to be a pog. She's like got like childbirthing hips, and she just spends like when she's yeah weirdly not, like, humanoid about- for a a. Like like humanoid, but not like a C three PO protocol droid way humanoid. Like she's an yeah, odd when, design. When she's not shouting about like how we need to liberate the droids and how droids are you know under a, a delusional like uh, sort of they've been what was it prophecy like, of, like brainwashing yeah, there, there's a ton of like to bad whatever. fake, bad fake robot language and like bad robot puns. She's just like with everything being involving an asshole her to too. everybody, just super aggressive, like, like, it, like to the point. Like, I, I was just like thinking of that 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 meme my sister showed you, Cole. The let me guess, ovulating. Like that's that's her <laughs> whole like. It, that's how I would respond to like someone who acted that way. Just like, bitch, are you on your period? Calm the fuck down. It is, yeah, um, and it's 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 a very yeah grating one note and an unfunny caricature of a, and it's not even, but also not like an astute caricature. And it's like weird it, to do that with a Star Wars robot. Guys, and it's also you- like trying to lampshade the whole thing that's just like built into Star Wars where droids are not like don't really count as sentient yeah. beings or can, they're, can, they're can somewhere they're between to, slaves and pets. Can you two promise me if I ever come off and act that way, you just take me out behind the bed and sh- uh, the like, bed, the bed, <laughs> take me out behind like the shed and shoot me uh, uh, or, or just put me to bed and put a pillow over my face and shoot you and, and shoot me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I assure you. If, Cause that's, um, but like again, like that's also like a person that like even people like that aren't really like that. Like it's no. just the most. Yeah, it's it's like weirdly misguided. Like it's it's like it's 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 a it's such a bizarre choice in so many ways, and it's and, and super the- annoying. <laughs> and then they want you to be sad when she dies. I know, believe, which is like I believe I Lando like, Calrissian was cares? in love with her. Like yeah, really? I laughed. <laughs> Uh, oh, I was but, I was howling like that was really funny to me because they were milking it so hard too for this dead robot. Fucking um, uh, and then the fucking implication that yeah again the t- t- not to to emphasize this enough there is a strong implication in this movie that Lando's like fucking this annoying nagging droid like this 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 pog droid <laughs> and it's uh, I. I, I really wonder sort of what happened like that. This feels like the most like legible component of what that original Lord and Miller um, movie was. If I can, if we can shift to talking about that, because it's in totally much more interesting than yeah. really anything in this movie. Uh, unless- yeah, I, mean, I just I just want to address like as we transition into that, like you can tell yeah. looking at this movie that they had just 
every throwaway line from the original trilogy. Yeah, member berries. And and just a checklist of 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 shit. Like Chewie rips some guy's arms off because there's that line about uh Wookiees being ripping a guy's arms off when they lose it space chess. Um there's uh a scene where Han Solo's like Oh, Chewbacca? Well, I, well, I'll have to come up with a nickname for you because I'm not saying that whole thing. It's just like every single possible stupid thing gets its like blunt, on the nose fucking li- little moment. And, you, and the movie, wonder- I think part of the reason the movie is such so weird structurally is they had to cram mm-hmm. this checklist like they had to build the plot around this checklist of stupid things you know what now that i kind of think about it you know what that also sort of might be a product of because uh i i feel like sort of and and this is the first time i think that surprisingly i really started thinking about this uh, how disney's sort of trying to like retrofit star wars into being sort of like an mcu sort of like you know multi sort of like kind of pronged story oh totally totally yeah they're trying to give it they're trying to homogenize the tone like you see that with the recent with with the the like we saw that with uh last jedi with like the weird like feels out of place in star wars humor like the like poe doing that whole like calling customer service riff where it's like do do people in star wars call customer service and get put on hold is that a thing (laughs) um like, like, but also, yeah, like, and that's the thing with like the Darth Maul shit and stuff, just as these open ended things that don't go anywhere in the movie they're in that are just meant yeah, to like set up berries. a sequel or a TV show or, or some other, uh, thing. But they, you know, the Star Wars was supposed to be their other MCU. I think that was always the plan. And it's just, it imploded way faster. Yeah. Uh, than the MCU did. Yeah. So, um, this this uh, the idea for like a uh, like young Han Solo movie had like been sort of an idea George Lucas had had I guess before like ar- around the time of like at least episode three um, I think he he even had like an idea of having it like a young Han in like a cameo role in in episode three and that got like cut but uh, he was even I think developing what would have been like a, a standalone solo movie like right before like literally up to like two weeks or something before like the disney acquisition because he like commissioned lawrence castan to write a screenplay and then disney acquired lucasfilm for like fucking four billion dollars two or three weeks later (laughs) and there was like a meeting with uh lucas lawrence cosdon and kathleen kennedy to discuss sort of what a new slate of like star wars reboot movies would be and uh, a standalone like han solo movie was like in that conversation and it was like one of the earliest things they announced as being sort of part of this disney star wars reboot um then uh, Lawrence Kasdan got tapped to do the screenplay for Force Awakens, so he and he hadn't finished the the script for what would become Solo, so they gave it to his son, uh, Jonathan. Well, Star Wars uh, is about family. It's about nobody. Yeah, it's, it's 
and that's what's really important. Uh, so I'm sorry, I got like because this this whole thing is just a a, a sort of timeline uh, as I've put it out in the notes a little bit. So uh, uh, Lord and Miller, uh, the the tour is behind uh, Clone High, which I do think is a very funny show, but more more uh, relevant Lego movie here. The Lego movie. The Lego movie. They they produce the Spider Verse movies. Uh, uh, they they and according to those uh, uh, articles that ran a few months ago, they were running like the animation department at uh, Spider Verse, like a fucking slave ship or something. We we I just was on the side here. We never should have let the Lego Movie get away with it. Everybody went to see it and was so impressed by how it like didn't completely suck ass uh, that that we let them get away with making a Lego Movie. We rewarded them for it. I feel like and let them we get created the hell it. in which we live. I feel like let them get away with it, and like the fact that the that like most of my generation was twelve or fourteen when that movie came out are uh, are two separate separate things. We, no, no, we I, I'm saying millennials. Blame I'm the saying zoomers. The people I was at the, zoomers is the, what the people I was at video game school with when that came out that were like, "Oh, the Lego movie was great." And you know what? I went and saw it, and I thought it was fine. Uh, but we should not have let them get away with it. We should have been like, no, it's a Lego movie. You, you can't do this. You can't do yeah, this. You saw the Lego movie, kill yourself. It is not permitted. I was uh, 13, I think, when the Lego movie came out. Uh, yeah, but anyway, Lord and Miller were announced as directors July 2017. The movie began filming January, like late January or early February 2017, and it was slated to last through uh, or into July. They fell behind schedule by by June, which pushed back filming to August. Um, and this is where sort of like various reports kind of differ in sort of why Lord and Miller got kicked from the project. Um, the the most like commonly cited, like a, as far as I know, sort of official statement um, was that their version of the film took like too many like comedic liberties and and did too much like improvisation over sticking to the Kaznan script uh like they they improvise a lot of what they shot rather than sticking to the screenplay uh they claimed that they had been specifically hired to to make the the Han Solo movie a comedy film as opposed to what like Lucasfilm said which is like no we hired you because you would give it like a comedic touch uh when did the, improv the, become like the thing see, yeah just what star wars needs more improv just yeah we, we just need everybody riffing and, and farting around and and going uh just 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 stand in there in like the most boringly framed medium shot imaginable going yeah uh, you, you ever notice how you can't see anything in these in these stormtrooper helmets no bad no wonder they're so bad at shooting which which is in the movie yeah, so uh, at least the Kosdan said it was more sort of a, a, a matter of their efficiency in directing, again, going off of sort of not sticking to that screenplay. Like, uh, I guess they were unhappy with how much they were diverting from the script um, and that their, like, dialogue wasn't being filmed word for word. Uh, the I guess the Lawrence and Miller would tried to like compromise at first by like shooting the scene as it was written and then like shooting more like with improvisation and, and fucking willy nilly, you know, college. That, that always works class. great for like shit. 
uh, it, it, adventure genre films is is to have all your dialogue just like riffed out on the spot by actors who are not improv comedians in yeah. like a hang like that that only really works broadly I think for like hangout con like you can improvise like a line or two or a little bit here or there but you know like th- th- these movies are so dependent on pacing and structure mm-hmm. and like all these other elements of craft that like. Go out the window when you yeah. toss the screenplay and say, "Just let her rip." Yeah. So this 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 irked Kathleen Kennedy, uh, uh, because she was like, "I I'm not paying you guys to experiment on set." Um. So a lot of a, a lot of what I'm um I'm pulling about this is coming from a Variety article re- released like just before. Uh, the movie was released. Uh, Inside Solo, a Star Wars story, bumpy ride to the big screen. Uh, by Christopher Tapley. Uh, there's a quote from a uh, insider source that wish not to be named who said, uh, who worked on the film, and he said, or she said, I, I don't want to gender them. Uh, they said, I got a lot of overtime under Lord Miller, which ultimately was their downfall. The first assistant director brokers that with production. He ultimately went to the well too many times, and Kathleen Kennedy blew up. Uh, uh, another source uh, claimed that like the higher ups were constantly overruling like any decision Lord and Miller made. Uh, uh, again, quoting Variety, in their minds, Phil and Chris were hired to make a movie that was unexpected and would take a risk, not something that would service the fans. They wanted it to be fresh, new, emotional, surprising, and unique. These guys looked at Han as a maverick, so they wanted to make a movie about a maverick. But at every turn, what they when they wanted to take a risk, it was met with a no. Um, which from what I'm from what I'm like hearing or whatever sort of like leftovers or in this like theatrical version, because I don't I don't think there's any fucking Lord Miller cut we're ever going to see, even though they filmed like basically 70, 75 percent of the movie by the time they got fired. Um, but Jesus, man. Yeah. So <laughs> it's weird because it doesn't think like a movie made by either one of them. You know, it's like. Ron Howard. This don't this don't feel like the the movie from the guy who made How the Grinch Stole Christmas. I'll tell you that much. Like, I'm not crazy about Ron Howard, but like, you know, he makes movies. My dad likes about his daughter. It's gonna count for. uh, What about what about Bryce Dallas? Well, well, (laughs) I I heard you guys riffing on TGOFE. Well, um. Yeah, so Lord Miller got officially fired on June twentieth, twenty seventeen. Apparently, most of the cast was surprised. I got late uh, intel that uh, Amelia Clark may have been very happy that they got kicked from the project. I guess she made like a comment uh, to IndieWire that she like quote unquote struggled with with the character before like Ron Howard uh, took over direction, uh, which. Uh, Funny, uh, funny thing about him, he like his his whole involvement and ultimately why he just got the job for this was he like had breakfast with Kathleen Kennedy and just by happenstance, he asked about how like the solo shoot was going and she was like, dog, I'm going to kill these these dudes. Yeah, we just uh, we, we need an old hand who can just come yeah, she, in and get the movie made. Yeah, uh, and she, Ron Howard. Well, Ron, uh, Ron, uh, Ron Howard directed Willow, which was a George Lucas produced movie in the eighties, fantasy movie, and a TV show that no longer exists. Yeah, so she like she like I think she like offered him to direct it like before they were officially fired, 
Um, and he like init- he like declined at first, but like Kathleen gave him the screenplay for Solo, and he was like, you just read it over, give your input. Uh, yeah, and at pit, to my understanding, all of this conversation was had before Lord Miller were like officially fired. Uh, so yeah, by the time he took over, he was tasked with like reshooting. The highest estimate I saw was like eighty five percent of what was already shot. So that again, production on this movie, or at least filming, uh, was supposed to be finished by July. This pushed back the movie another like four months into October 2017. Um, during this time, uh, Michael K. Williams, uh, who played was originally the guy who plays Paul Bettany's character, he had to uh, leave the production because the the extended reshoots conflicted with another movie he was filming. And that character got completely redeveloped into the whoever the fuck Paul Bettany is playing. I forget. Oh his yeah, what was his name? Dryden or something. Dryden. Yeah, he's got fucking scars. And he's got like a double Bowie knife. Um, yeah, he sucks. There's nothing going on there. I don't. I don't care. Boring bad guy. Uh, what you don't care about Darth Maul's friend? Some guy. <laughs> Darth Maul's friend. What if it was just Darth Maul gasoline? from the start? That would have been a little, little more exciting. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, yeah, I guess, and, and I guess, like crew members said that, like compared to Lord Miller, Howard was more like efficient about how to go about filming it. Uh, again, quoting Variety, uh, crew member also says Howard had a firmer grip on what he wanted and how he wanted to shoot it. Under Howard, one second unit sequence took up half the stage space at Pinewood Studios than it did under Lord Miller in a fraction of the time. Uh, Yeah, so I guess Too Long didn't read. Lord Miller were just, like, fucking around too much on set. And Kathleen Kennedy, like, busted into the room, saw they were just, like, being rowdy. And 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 doing bad improv. Yeah, like, like, honestly, of this (laughs) scope, you can't riff and fart around because you're burning money Kathleen every Kennedy. second. Yeah. That's a lot of shit, but like she produced E.T. Like fucking I, I'm sorry, but like she knows more than every single one of the girl boss. Girl boss I, yeah, well, no, these, like that, that's the thing. Like like setting aside other issues, like these are old hand professionals that have been making blockbusters for 40 years. And so they got Ron Howard, a reliable guy who could make a movie and just like, all right, take what's we've got for sets and props and what's left of the budget, just bang this out and get it done. And he did. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't a good it's not a good movie, but it got done. Yeah. Um he turned he turned it in. He finished it. I, I but, guess. Uh, so I feel like this is that thing where where you what we've got is like a conflict between guys I don't know, trying to like make a Judd Apatow movie on way too big a budget and totally in the wrong genre. And then um yeah the studio who who wanted like chewy and Todd go to white castle yeah but and then the studio who who wanted like uh just something like like again they're trying to make star wars into mcu too so they want something Mm -hmm. that is stylistically and tonally homogenous and safe and sentimental and plays off the nostalgia um and there's no good guy there there's no one to root for I'm both for Kathleen. Kennedy. There's no good version of this movie that was lost. <laughs> the, I don't think the female samurai Kathleen Kennedy. I she gets she, she's overhated. Honestly, I, I don't care if this is like me partially being a contrarian. I'm I'm going big on Kathleen Kennedy. 
She's gonna be the one, dude. I, in about like in about a month, it's gonna turn out that like she threw a brick at Taika Waititi's head when <laughs> when she asked if he could make a Star Wars movie. I'm buying in now. But but aren't you excited for how crazy and wacky his Star Wars movie is going to be? How no, dangerous! No. Look what just, look what they made me do, everybody. My name is Taika Waititi. I just made a transphobic soccer movie. There's there's going to be so many like gleep glop guys just just, just and being like and really annoying, just yeah. being like it's going to be like like a like. You, you know what is well, Star don't Wars go down movie? that hallway. That's the death hallway where they feed it orangors. You know go what a Star there? Wars no. movie would one hundred percent be? It would be like about the background characters, like like I don't mean like it, the, it'd just be Thor yeah. Ragnarok. Like, it'd just be Thor Ragnarok. I don't I don't mean like <laughs> background same thing. characters in like oh you know like actually fucking this character is really important to the novels. I mean it's, it's like a be like, like a day in the life of fucking. Uh, what's a background Star, it's gonna be Star like, Wars character? Like, like Greedo? Yeah, like, like fucking... Oh yeah, just be wacky guys. Greedo yeah, just movie. be wacky guys. It would be like, oh, dude, what if fucking... What if Greedo and the fucking... The band and the fucking... The, like, all the Moss Eisley... Can- it's gonna be like the Moss Eisley Cantina movie. Yeah. I, I have no... I just... Uh, 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 we're sick of that Anyways, guy. Darth Maul. His robot <laughs> How did he get them? Yeah, what the fuck? So... <laughs> That's that's a Clone Wars thing, right? Uh, kind, was that a kind of Gendi? Was that a Gendi? No, thing? not a, not a Gendi thing. No, no, the Gendi Wars is is good through and through. Clone Wars is a hit or miss. Uh, and one of the biggest misses that they did was, um, actually, I don't think someone fact checked me on this. Uh, I can't remember if it was Clone Wars or Star Wars Rebels, which is the fought the like the fucking. the like disney xd cheapo budget version of clone wars uh that takes place after with like a bunch of like kid sidekicks and i think he first shows up there and then when they got the revival season of clone wars that is actually pretty good uh they did like an episode on how like on how darth maul got his groove back or whatever and then uh, and originally he how got, like, he got he got cut in half. Yeah, so he got cut in you, half. And how then do you, originally whatever. he had like he had like robot spider legs, and then they later gave him like fucking like reverse jointed like fucking uh kind of. Well, they, like, they just stole that from Wild Wild West. Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider. No, you don't want nada. This this song really needed a rap at the end that summarized the premise of the <laughs> yeah. movie. Over that's gonna, the end that's credits. gonna be in the uh, Taika one. Don't worry. Uh, and <laughs> Darth Maul is kind of a. They kind of fucked even had a rapper in the movie. They could have done. They it. kind of fucked themselves in with with Darth with bringing Darth Maul back because. I think, like, before they got a chance to do all this shit, they had already, like, permanently killed him off in, like, they they give him, like, a, like, he goes to Tatooine to, like, kill Obi-Wan, and they, like, face down uh, in, like, in, like, the fucking desert or whatever, and, like, Obi-Wan, like, cuts him in half, like, it's fucking, I don't know, like, lone wolf and cub or some shit, (laughs) and... But apparently in between that and this, he becomes, like, the kingpin of fucking Star Wars and uh, fucks Han Solo's bitch and all this stupid shit. But 
when they brought him back in Clone Wars, they used uh, they they obviously weren't going to get like the fucking actor that played him in the movies because that's like a real actor and they don't have real actor money for like a Cartoon Network show. <laughs> so they yeah. got. Uh, and he's not a bad actor. They got that guy who he like he kind of looks like Darth Maul. He looks like he like would go feral during recess. Uh Sam Witwer. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't he's know. like a TV guy. Look him up. Look him up. He looks like a kid that was obsessed with Darth Maul in high school. Or in or in in, in uh in middle school. Okay. Yeah, I remember when I was a little kid and it was just like for a couple of years there, every like fall fair or event where they were doing like face painting. There was always a lot of Darth oh, Maul yeah. kids running around. I got that once. I had the Darth Maul face paint. I, I mean, Dar- <laughs> like Darth Maul is one of those, those characters where it's like, he was still cool have for, pictures of cool the Darth the, Maul. He was cool for the exact moment that he was in the show, you know, or in the movie, you know, it's <laughs> like, Oh, it's cool that like Palpatine's like can call up a guy that looks like Satan to come and kill people. But yeah, we didn't need backstory. And like at at one point, like we meet Darth Maul's twin brother and his name is. uh, What? Yeah, no, Darth Maul has a twin brother that's yellow in Star Wars. And uh, (laughs) and, shit's so goddamn stupid. This was a chill. This was in the children's cartoon. This was in uh, at least this was like this was for babies. And his name is. uh, Hold on. I'm going to wait for Nicole to come back before I say his name. <sighs> fucking actually yeah no i Virgo remember now star wars man i, I remember now i remember now he does Darth come Maul, back but yellow he does come back in uh, fuck off he does come back in clone wars because they do the whole arc of like him training his brother to be like even scarier darth maul and his name is uh his Engelbert name, Humperdinck. his name is savage Opress. oh my I god can't, I- fuck off which fuck off, man! Oh no way! That's Even the, for that's, Star Wars, you know, that's the exact. I'm 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 pro Savage Oppressed because this is the exact level of stupid like a Star Wars character should be, where it's like, oh yeah, this is Darth Maul's brother, like like Mame Hitler. <laughs> you know, it's like fucking. Oh, this yeah, is this not is, real. This you're is, you're fucking with me. No, I'm you're not. fucking with me. <laughs> no, I'm not. And he has All bigger. Right. He has bigger horns. I'm I'm gonna lay down the law. I'm gonna lay down the law. I'm going I'm going to come down from the mountain with my great big stone tablets, and there's only one thing written on them. They should have stopped making more Star Wars shit after 1983. I I would it draw the line. There. I would draw the line a little bit further, but sure, you know what? Uh, who voiced uh, who voiced Savage re- Oppress? Re- re- Return of the Jedi and we're fucking done. Savage no more Star Wars. Not his oh name. hell yeah, dude! They got Clancy Brown to voice him. Okay, that's sick. That's actually sick. I'm not this gonna is, lie. Like you gotta, you gotta love Clancy this Brown. This is Darth Maul's wait, evil brother. Wait, put it in voice. Put it in voice text. I need to see. I'm not looking this shit up. Put a picture of yellow Darth Maul in voice tags. I want to see this with my own eyes. He's the Kurgan, man. Yeah, no, Clone Wars rocked because it was exactly the amount of stupid Star Wars should be because it's aimed at children. Like, they have an episode where they fight Godzilla. Like, they fight, like, a character named, like, the Zilla. And he, like, kicks everyone's ass. <laughs> Because it's for babies. It's for babies. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. What this, that's what all this expanded universe should be. It's like cool stuff that you read when you're 12. It's in voice text. Oh, okay. Let's. 
This is Darth Maul's evil brother. Oh my god. This is Darth Maul's evil brother, guy who fucks you up. It's like, yeah, this is... Uh, the, folks, this just is Google what, savage oppress uh, this on is your what, listening apparatus oh so you can what join the, us. Like, the fuck on? Like, the problem with Star Wars fans is that they they watch this when they're supposed to, which is you watch this when you're eight years old, you know? Like, I remember watching this when I was eight years old, and it's like, this is the coolest thing I could imagine. Like, oh, dude, holy shit, Darth Maul's got a brother, and he's like... He wants to like beat Obi-Wan to death with his bare hands. Awesome. And then like, but then they, they grow up and they reach like 25 and they're like, I want to be Savage Opress. I think Savage Opress is cool. <laughs> like we need a Savage Opress movie. And it's like, no, we don't need a Savage Opress movie. We need two episodes of a children's cartoon. You know, it's like. If you, and savage if you to, oppressed and was I, he like irish I went, I went back to i went back to clone wars oppressed. and you know what first of all it was a very well acted children's television show but like you gotta smoke weed to enjoy this shit dude like you gotta get yourself in the <laughs> mindset you gotta, be, of like you gotta babify yourself yeah. yeah it's not like like the star wars doesn't need an mcu it needs like a baby cartoon where they where they fight like twin versions of the devil Voiced, voiced by like Morgan Freeman, you know. <laughs> okay, so to to pivot this back to uh, think, Solo, yeah, do this, is, this is this else? is this is too. No, but we I I do want to. Well, I I do, but first we we got to get through sort of the the wake this movie do and we? and the fact that Lando's supposed to be Pan. Uh, but do yeah, we? I mean the the whole I like. We covered it right with the robot fucking. We we did. Uh, oh yeah, I think. Oh, is this is this did, just but... more like contrived fake queer yeah. representation yeah, for, even... for Buzzfeed articles? Nobody even fell for. Well, yeah, it yeah this he time like around. he like said he yeah it was like something Donald Glover said and then basically Jonathan Kasdan like confirmed it. Can I can I just read but before sure. I, I I quickly hop over to sort of the reception of this movie and how like people blamed the marketing for it because the marketing was pushed back so late because of the reshoots. Uh, but but uh, Donald Glover said, and, and and I quote, there are so many things to have sex with. I mean, serious. I didn't think that that was weird. Yeah, he's coming on to everybody. I mean, yeah, whatever. He's like having like a 70s swing. Yeah. It just don't seem that weird to me because I feel like if you're in space, it's kind of like the door is open. It's like, no, only guys or girls. No, it's anything. This thing is literally a blob. Are you a man or a woman? Like, who cares? Have a good time out there. Okay. <laughs> so stupid. I, I, actually, now that we're paying Miguel, can we insert... Uh, the Savage Oppress thing at the beginning of the episode, and then insert like a like a scene where we find out that uh, we've all been fired and replaced with Ron Howard. <laughs> uh, can I say also? Here's a quote from Jonathan Kasdan where he's just like trying to confirm this like bullshit thing that's just another like in. in inseparable from like the other baseless gestures of like queer inclusivity from the Walt Disney Corporation. Uh, so he said to Huffington Post, 
uh, when asked if like, yeah, is is Lando like a, a pansexual thought? He like showed his bussy all out to to aliens to fucking suck all over the galaxy. Is that true, uh, Mr. Castian Jr.? And he said, I would say yes. There's a fluidity to Donald and Billy Dee's portrayal of Lando's sexuality. I mean, sure. I would have loved to have gotten a more explicitly LGBT character into this movie. You wrote the movie. They, uh, you just, you I just think can't it's say, time. You, you, you just can't say a guy's straight. It's really funny. They're all afraid to say, oh, no, he's just a straight guy. I, I think it's time, it's like, certainly, like, for that. And cares? I love the fluidity. No, but it's just, it's so yeah, just like, like, like the PR answer, right? Yeah. Right, you just oh, remain ambiguous about it. It's completely it's a PR appease answer. everyone. Um, but you know, but yeah. it's dumb to get mad about because it's like Lando Calrissian is the funny black guy that keeps trying to fuck Hans bitch in the movie. Like, I like to imagine that he's just railing out Lobot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's actually, uh, anyways, they, they actually they reveal later in uh, I think in one of the expanded universe. Or not in the expanded universe, in like the Mandalorian, uh, there's a famous shot in Empire Strikes Back of like a guy like running in the background holding like an ice cream machine maker. And, yeah, oh, I heard about this. And in the Mandalorian, they reveal that actually that was like Baby Yoda's like fucking escape pod. So in my head, he's just like fucking, he's fucking the Baby Yoda container. <laughs> because, and before you get mad at me, before you no, get mad at me. No, before you get mad at me, Baby Yoda is canonically 50 years old, so he is above the age of consent law. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby Yoda can consent. I mean, what's the to- age of consent in the, in the Empire anyway? This is our most right-wing episode ever. Well, anyways, so I think this movie was mostly doomed by the fact that those reshoots prevented it, it from, like, starting its marketing campaign uh, the way, like, most movies do, which is, at, at the very least like seven to eight months before like theatrical release uh the first teaser for this didn't come out until like the 2018 super bowl and that was like less than two months after the last jedi uh uh, the full trailer didn't release until april 8th which was like roughly a month and a half before the like full movie was being released in theaters it's because Lando (laughs) kept fucking everyone that was working on the movie Uh, I mean they did they did do a uh, the 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 famous Denny's uh, solo menu they did what I they they did a they did a like men they did like a, a series of like Special like menu items at Denny's that were like Star Wars themed. Oh, they do that. Who are those for? Like, it's just um, who are the people that are like, I got to go to get Denny's and have the give Star Wars. My favorite, my favorite one of those is they did. Let me put it in voice text for the Josh Trank Fantastic Four movie. And then like the thing, the thing like meal in that is like not kosher, so we can't eat it. My, yeah, uh, you know what's funny <laughs> is is my dad. Let's look at the. Do you have a solo menu? Hold yeah, on. I just put it in voice text. My my dad was the demographic Star Wars was aimed at. He was twelve in the summer of nineteen seventy seven, and uh, his his recollection of Star Wars is is uh, thusly, you know. Well, you know, I always thought Han Solo was really cool, but I thought Luke was a little bit of a. F- <laughs> Okay, wait, not gonna lie, this, this two moon skillet looks kind of kind of good. All this just looks like kind of okay, you know. It just looks kind of like upscale breakfast. I don't know. Thank God for thank God this isn't live. 
Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, so, to, to, you know what? A lightning round on how this, this movie did at the box office. It needed to gross at least $500 million to break even. Fucking didn't. Was projected to, to make, like, 170 over, like, release weekend. Uh, ended up grossing only 84. Uh, it opened at 65 million internationally. Uh, so the, the total opening weekend was like 147, 149 million. So yeah, super underperformed. Uh, people attributed that to sort of being in direct competition with Avengers, uh, uh, Infinity War, and Deadpool. Two, also just sort of like Star Wars fatigue, because like, again, Last Jedi had come out like not even five months before. Yeah, uh, I, and most this people is also, don't want that much Star Wars. No. They're, they're yeah, used to so getting is, it once every three years, once every 20 years. Yeah, so this and this this is, I think, in like the top 15, if not top 20 most expensive movies ever made, like because of those reshoots. And so like between it costs at the very most, maybe even more, $300 million. It only made like it made like less than 400 million god that's hilarious it just yeah like star wars has just been a money pit for disney Star- hasn't yeah. It? yeah it's kind of fun all right <laughs> yeah that that sucks dude uh do we have it do we have any more riffs we want to get out about like lando's gay ass cakes well yeah uh, I, I asked uh george lucas himself about uh lando oh, oh sexuality you, you, said, you got to what did he say what did he say tell well, us when we were filming Empire back in, in 1979, I always thought Londo was supposed to be a, a pansexual, gender queer kind of individual, but we just didn't have the technology for it at the time. It wasn't until we got the silicon graphics computers in the 1990s that we really could have uh, could have made it work, you know, but... Uh... It's bold in terms of jerking people around, but I may have gone too far in a few places. Uh, thank you. Thank you, George Lucas. That, thank, thank you, George Lucas. It was very kind of you to stop into our the, podcast. Wasn't until we got the silicone dog dildos from Bad Dragon that we were able to make Lando pansexual. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm like hung up on trying to figure out like how we fucked this droid. Like, where do you stick it? Well, that's where the pansexual part comes in. It's the oil pan in the chassis. I would get a hand job from a. I would get a hand job from a droid. I wouldn't fucking hurt. There's nothing. There's nothing soft there. Uh, you could fucking just tape some sponges onto it. It's all good. Tape some what, sponges what is on or, or oil or whatever. Or sponges but on metal. Isn't that I, just what a dildo I mean, like, is? Is like metal with um, fucking... dildos are not metal. What are you talking no, I think about? I've seen metal like, ones. No, I mean like, is it like? A dildo oh, is like just butt a mach- plugs? No, hold on. A, a dildo is like just the like little, a, like the li- the kind of little ones. I think I just go on the clit. Um, if you if you ripped all the silicone out of off a dildo, it would, there would be like fucking machine bits on it. You know? Yeah, it'd be like the at the end of the Terminator. Yeah. So just, just, just <laughs> so do the girl that. takes out like use this. I want you to use this on me, and she takes out like a T, <laughs> like an S. Like just use that for the for the fucking, you know, get some silicone, pour it on your girl hand, on your girl droid hand, you know. <laughs> I I don't care how the much astroglide you use. There's no way you can make a robot hand feel good. <laughs> I think I think she just degrades him while he 
jerks off I onto her is... like saucer heads. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Again, she got them big asses like childbirthing hips. Like I, I can't emphasize enough that hold they on made a, a hold on a minute. Hold like, on a minute. I've what? got a I have to do some scientific research here. Mm-hmm. Hold on. All right. Uh, oh, solo, yeah, hold on. L, L3 rule. Uh, <laughs> Wait, we went to the same oh, place. Oh, no. We went to the same place. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no. Uh, uh, Chad, oh, most right, of I'm... these just turn her into a woman in, into a woman wearing a hat. Oh, all right. Oh, put so it in voice chat. These are just drawings of Phoebe Waller-Bridge in a hat, uh, mostly. Uh, oh, hold on. Here we go. There it is. Oh, beautiful! There it is. All right, share with the did class. Did you already? Did you already? Okay, here, here, share with here the it class. is. <laughs> oh fuck! I should have. <laughs> hold on, I I should uh I should uh. Oh my god! I should spoiler tag that because it's not safe for work. Uh, it's so <laughs> funny. I went to look at his face. Look at his gay ass cape. I, I went game. to go. Yeah, oh my God, they gave, they gave, they the gave little, her, the little they open mouth. They gave her yeah. a pussy. They gave her a metal pussy. It's not even a vulva. It looks more lips. like a, a sphincter. They gave her pussy lips. It's perfectly round. It's like two worms they, conjoined. I I went to go to rule thirty four, but my 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 uh my computer's search bar just auto corrected to rule thirty four wasp. <laughs> Uh, oh god okay. i'm gonna inflate you know i don't even want to post this in the discord i'm just gonna post this in the group chat okay i'm just gonna inflict <sighs> this on the both of you is that supposed to be is that supposed to be the like oh god with a dick what the wait what the fuck <laughs> oh, the maybe, maybe the, the robot. Fuck? The audience, the robot. you will never get to see these unless you do the the, the horrible Google searches that I'm doing. Maybe the Ew, robot. Why? Maybe the robot why? fucks him in the ass. That's entirely With my possible. Data clean and she's peeing. Droids don't pee. Blue milk with glow dye says the, the helpful little diagram. Is that a fucking? It's a. Oh my god, no, that's a pocket pussy. Yeah. Oh my god! Miguel's you know gonna have to Not see that. Not as bad as watching Solo, a Star Wars. Miguel's gonna story. have to see this in the group oh, yeah. chat. Oh, that's fine. My eyes! My eyes! Well, it's a it's a good thing we can afford to pay him now. Which uh, before <laughs> before I have to read like all thirty five of our new patrons, let's do watch something else. Yeah, you, say, uh, you, you, say, you you sound so thrilled that all of these people have elected to give us money yeah. for our podcast. You, you sound so grateful and delighted. Uh, I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm super looking, hyped is, for that. It's just a meta, lot. This is the most meta episode that we've ever done because in about uh, about four years from now, we could release the full uncensored cut of it. I'll, uh, I'll mark that <laughs> in the calendar. There's a bit that we had to redact that's on a timer. All right, watch something else. Uh, I'm I'm gonna start with uh, the fact that the big like MacGuffin in this and and sort of the the central action set piece is about transporting highly unstable fuel across a long distance. 
Uh, bitches, just watch Sorcerer, which is ah, oh, Sorcerer is yeah. so good. That's what, one of the best movies ever. Yeah, which is I haven't I haven't seen the original Wages of Fear. It's a remake of that. Uh, again, William Friedkin died this year. Everyone needs to pay their respects to to a good one, uh, Miguel. If you can like drop in a clip of of William Friedkin just being a king and saying like. I don't give a flying fuck into a rolling donut about what Al Pacino thinks. <laughs> you know, fuck them. You know, the horses they came in on. Uh, rocks, we miss you, King. Uh, second, uh, because uh, I, I do this thing where if we're going to watch a, a certain movie for an episode, I'll usually try to watch uh, movies I either have or haven't seen before that like vaguely have some sort of similarity so like here i was really looking at sort of uh you know like rogues and like you know sort of characters similar to like a han solo uh you know like handsome thief kind of character uh so i i i re-stumbled back upon my loop in the third obsession uh i've i've Cole, if you look at my Lupin. activity, yeah, uh, on like the <laughs> on the Plex server. Excuse me, he's Lupin. He's 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 Lupin from the movie Looper. <laughs> uh, but I rewatched for the first time in years, and I've always loved this movie. But uh, widely considered the best of uh, again a, a franchise that is older than Star Wars itself. Like this goes Lupin the Third goes back to like the late sixties. Um, uh, Castle I have Cagliostro. Like, I have like three mutuals that are scary Lupin autists, and uh, fucking as soon as it's so as, fun. As soon as Nicole as soon as they hear this episode, Lupin Cagliostro is the best one. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's Lupin. Yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, no, they're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna Lupin. get so many All right. French name. Uh, it's a French name. To my, to to. Come on, guys! It is ten thirty at night on my end. I'm sorry. Like. But all right, fucking oh, Lupin, Lupin, Lupin. Like, do you have any gray Lupin I can put on my fucking nose? <laughs> uh, Lupin, Lupin. Anyways, James. any, anyways. Uh, this was this was actually Miyazaki's like film debut. It's it's wonderful. Uh, it's also also just like check out any any anything in the franchise. Like it's it's always like very fun. Uh, it's it's an interesting sort of uh, case study in how like different directors and creators approach like the same character and source material and give their own spin on it. Um, but yeah, Castle Cagliostro is widely considered the best. Uh, it's it's got that wonderful Miyazaki charm. Uh, but my really the the thing I think that is like the closest to this movie, like a true watch something else, like certified platinum sort of uh suggestion i watched this little movie called space adventure cobra it is also a filthy anime movie uh it's it's about a hot swashbuckling blonde rogue he has a a female baddie android companion too uh who's like a mobius sort of like uh female android uh and the the hot swashbuckling blonde rogue he has like a laser cannon for an arm and he has to help like these three like twin like triplet sisters who are actually all like components of the same like planetary queen to reclaim their like rogue planet from like the coolest fucking bad guy you've ever seen who's just this like 
walking like Jeez, glass, you're gonna, like you're gonna describe the, you're gonna spoil the whole movie for everyone. Well, his name. Well, here's his name. The bad guy's name is called Crystal Bowie. And oh, and that's the crazy. The <laughs> power of plot won. is a the we power of plot of love is a plot device in this movie. And there's also a train heist on like a snowy planet. This this movie this movie fucking rocks. I I loved it. It's it's super colorful. Um, uh, it's directed by Osamu Dezaki, uh, who's pretty like widely renowned and like regarded as like an elder sort of anime director. Uh, a shout out to Cly too for recommending uh, the TV series because there was also a like one or two season TV series adaptation of the manga this was based on. Uh, yeah, number one, my, again, these are all like 4.5 out of like five, like bangers. I did not list anything that was like less than fantastic here. No mid. Um, absolutely no mid. Uh, yeah, after, after this, I'm probably going to go to bed, smoke some weed and, and watch another Lupin episode. So anyways, uh, you guys got things you want to recommend or you just want to talk about more rule 34 with Dolph Maul. We might have won back the weeb audience with that one. Please do not send me death threats. I, I can't. Send me send me your Lupin memes. Why, why no, do you get I will appreciate three. those. Why do you get three recommendations? Yeah. I watch a lot of things. Mm. I, <laughs> I guess you are the film one. Yes. I'm the film one. But yeah, I just I don't don't watch Soul. I, I didn't hate this movie. I hated Honestly, this. I, I, hated I had such a miserable so time watching but this. Just watch, it sucks just so watch bad. a Lupin like anime. Um, just just watch Sorcerer. Watch Space Adventure Cobra. Watch a Western. Uh, yeah, watch, good, watch bad, something, and ugly. Watch something with colors. Like this movie has less colors than like the the Kansas scenes in The Wizard of Oz. Like that has a brighter like color palette. Or wait, have you ever seen A Time to Screw? <laughs> no. No. Uh, <laughs> What's that? It's it's also like one of those like hentais. They let like a non-union like English like voice acting cast just go fucking crazy. Oh, is it like a ghost stories? Like a, it's deal? like ghost stories kind uh, okay. of deal. Uh oh, said um, the ghost stories dub. We lost the weeb cred again. Fuck. No, they love that shit. Uh, no, it's disrespectful bomb, to yeah. the original uh, authors. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going to say uh, Michael Mann's Thief starring James Caan. Absolutely. There, There's a movie about a guy doing heists and crimes. He's got big dreams. He's got a vision board. Also, it's, Tangerine it's, Dream soundtrack. Like it's, it's probably the closest thing to what uh, Drive uh, was based on. Or, or no, that would have been like from. the driver. That well, think, that was... too. But like, it, there's a lot of thief in there. Um, there is, yeah. Great movie, great vibes, great visuals, great ending, uh, great. Fantastic! Just oh, that, fucking that taking that a final... welding torch to a yeah. safe. That last, especially the last like track, like the scored track in Thief is so fucking good. Fucking, yeah, fucking, great movie. The fucking guitar whale on that. Now movie. there, yeah, there's God. a movie with visual dynamism and color it's and gorgeous. shot composition it's and gorgeous. a, a vivid sheen where your yeah. eyes have things to look at. Yeah, um, all of these movies we're recommending are incredibly pretty and like 
amazing to look at. Like Oh, Sorcerer is like the sweatiest movie I've ever seen. Sorcerer man. it's so fucking sweaty, dude. <laughs> you, but you feel like every bit of that jungle humidity and every bit of grit and rust on those old trucks. It's great. Um but yeah, I guess now uh, we're going to need to allot another oh, hour yeah, to uh, all thank right. all of our wonderful, amazing, Damn, beautiful, really watch lovely new patrons. Well, you did a bit. You did a bit for yours. You sacrificed a oh. recommendation to do a bit. All right. Well, okay. Do it quick. Cause I, we actually, got... I don't, I Get genuinely don't have one. I just wanted to be okay. a bitch. Okay. Also, right, uh, before so... anyone gets mad at me on Twitter, I have not seen ghost stories. I do not have an opinion on ghost stories, Dub. DM the podcast account. Please do not DM me. Don't yell at me. Okay. Uh, so we just released our new bonus episode, which is our autopsy on the current slate of uh, Marvel news. Stu was very, very smart and uploaded the preview for the episode to the main feed, which I guess alerted a lot of a lot of people. And for the last like 20 hours, we've just been getting like Patreon subscription after Patreon subscription. It's really fucking amazing. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Uh, like this is this is really important to us. So uh, just just know we're really gonna work on creating more content for you guys because uh, clear clearly you really love it when we shit talk Marvel and the the MCU Empire. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give uh, all of our November patrons so far. Uh, it is currently 10:37 Eastern on November 20th. Uh, if you just subscribed, I'm sorry I missed you. I will get you next time. Uh, so thank you to New Type, Adam Musla, Stubba Dub, John Jeroki, Tyler the Destroyer, Nega Estrella, Hey Fella, EJ, um, I can't be making me say this, dude. Uh, <laughs> thank you to Conalingus Grand Prix Champion of the World. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. <laughs> James Zaruki, Tier. T.S. Helena Wolf, DJ, Muhammad Morshidi, Gurmag, Wrath of Wrath, Raccoons, Philip, Felix Brittle, Bouncy Roo, Trapped in Gay Gacha Hell, <laughs> Danny <laughs> Duplex, A.S., B. Bimbo, Follow Double One, uh, Double Zero One, sorry, uh, Marlos Christofidis, Bardman, Emily Way, Richard Camacho, Greg Coyle, Woke Ronin Reviews, Stories and Takes, Aaron, Easel Vanilla, and Cumin Bowls. Whew, the thank boys. you all. That's B-O-I-S. B- oh, it's, it's B-O-I-S. Oh, my I just, I saw the notification I on my phone from that Fuck, one. Fuck, I gotta clean off my computer screen, the, the grid on it. My, my dirty-ass computer screen made that look like a, an L. I'm sorry. Uh, and I'm sorry if I mispronounced anyone's names. Again, it is uh, running late. I'm not exactly sober right now. Uh, because you, I, you, again, you I, pronounce also, everything so accurately when it's 3 p.m. and you're sober. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm also I'm also disabled in that I'm from Boston. Being from Boston is a speech disability. So my old man would have called the Wonder Bread Wop, you know, he eats his Sunday gravy out of a jar. That's true. And that's why we need your money. You too can help a Bostonian yeah. achieve financial independence. Let's, let's get it to four. Let's get the Patreon to $400 because then I will finally be able to take a cut.
but yeah, now yeah no, can... nobody knows this. Nicole actually easily has the best paying job. I, yeah, I, I got a nice, nice job. So I've been like, I'm, I'm not taking any of the Patreon money. So all, all, all the money goes to uh, Miguel now, <laughs> Stu and Cole. Uh, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to support the, the, the girl who cosplays Misato, who doesn't do it as an army recruitment technique, uh, keep subscribing. Let's get, let's get that Patreon up and we'll have more goodies coming. We, we have some amazing exclusive photos on the Patreon for our, mm. our highest tier of subscribers. We do. We do. Just some in, insane stuff. Just some amazing pictures of my ass <laughs> for you to look at. Um, <laughs> But in all sincerity, thank you all so much. We're going to yeah. try. We're going to make an effort to uh, step up the amount of, of patron content uh, now that that's, as so many of you have signed up and give you your money's worth. Uh, it makes a huge difference in our lives um, uh, so, so that we can keep doing this. And it's just like, it's just great to know that people even setting aside like being able to like pay a bill or buy groceries or, or whatever. Um, it's just great to know that people like what we're doing and care and are into it and are excited about it. It just feels really good. Um, and thank you all so much. Yeah. Uh, any Cole, you got any, any last words uh, before we I'm fucking kill God. you? <laughs> <I'm sorry. Please laughs> don't say kill your me. prayers, bitch. Uh, please don't kill me. I think I, I have the biggest Twitter account. <laughs> yeah. yeah we, can, we can't, we can't so kill much you. To lose. We would lose so much. Uh, love you guys. Fucking thank you for helping me uh, get like a hundred dollars closer to being able to afford the UCS Veneter. You guys rock. Uh, uh, oh yeah, and let's. You know what? Might as well. Let's just because we we didn't plan this, but uh, our friends over at those good old fashioned values just did a an episode. Uh, I think it's a Patreon episode, but uh, who cares? Go go support them anyway. Uh, or they talked about the Phantom Menace, and you went on and, and uh, hacked your fucking lungs out, and then talked about like Star Wars Rule Thirty Four. Yeah, I got. Uh, I, got like, I was just a guess. I saw the voice channel. I was like, uh. Believe it or not, Darth Maul's dick looks just like his head. I, <laughs> Spiky yeah, I got, shit. I got fail. It's AIDS, like a dog. I think is the official the official <laughs> name of the disease where my lungs are just filled with semen. Uh, and this, this is why I sound like that. You're just sucking too much dick. I'm sucking too much uh, dick. It's a dick factor. He's he's got he, he's he's got what they call Nancy Reagan syndrome. <laughs> the throat goat. Yeah. Uh, All right. Uh, that's it uh, tonight, that's it, everybody. everybody. We will see you again what if soon. The, what if you know how like Han Solo kind of has sideburns going? Oh, but yeah. Yeah. What if like just, the just like Lupin. No, what if what if the uh what if like the the, the current president of Argentina did like a like a little hot Oh, we're not getting into that. I don't I don't care I don't about know. his politics. I just like that he looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm, I'm imagining him like him like doing like the hot solo like with his gun out pose, you know. Not his cop, uh, like his actual Don't gun. cry for Argentina. <laughs> No one right. fucking. Oh All my right. god! Dude. End of the episode. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Good night, Bye. Everybody. Is that a fucking Avita joke?
Ghost Desperado, Rough Rider, no, you don't want nada. None of this, six gunning this, brother running this, Buffalo soldier. Look, it's like I told you, any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West. Your, Look, shout out to Jim. Hi, Jim. Shout out to Jim. Hi, Jim.